0: If you fold over into the other seat a little bit. <laughs> I took great offense to that. And then I thought, you know, I got to buy two tickets. Hey, two meals.
1: <laughs> hey, it's true. I like that one. Two snacks, two meals, two drinks. That's right. You go. Two
2: tickets. <laughs> you get it all. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was watching a show the other night, and it was um, the guy was in three seats, had to buy three tickets. Can you Ooh, imagine? Man. Oh, you know you got a problem yeah. when. Now I know those seats are made for tiny little Asian people, but still, I mean, you know, three seats,
0: well,
2: Three seats. You wow. know, I'm not. A big fat guy, but I'm uncomfortable in a regular airline. Well, seat. it
1: was made for tiny little, yeah. tiny people. Maybe from the 1800s that were maybe five five on yeah. average, <laughs> yeah. hundred and hundred and twenty pounds. That, that's really what those airline seats are made out of or made for. Um, plus, you got your knees up to your chin, which mm-hmm. is really fun and exciting. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I'm glad you're here. That was Bubba, the comedian. Anyway welcome and uh we'll get off, we'll get off and running by the way, defending Utah. Uh, make sure that uh, you get over there. Their latest and greatest uh, articles are up. And they're just doing so much in the way of kind of enlightening Utah into what's really going on behind the scenes. They have a lot of DVDs, all kinds of things that you and your family can, um, can even make into maybe like a Monday night sort of event where you're, where you're also learning how to be an effective citizen. I mean, why not? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know I know that, uh, that I love our, our Monday nights and, and maybe there can be a lot of different things that you do on a Monday night as a family. And maybe that's maybe that's one of them or talk, talk about it around the around the kitchen table. I'm a big one for uh, dinner around the table. And and maybe we maybe we seek to do that. Go to DefendingUtah.org. Make sure you sign up for their behind the scenes newsletter you're privy to all the back, back back room insider information that they have and also a host of things. You even get time at Front site, So you even get time to work on all your skills using a firearm. So my gosh, there's just absolutely every reason in the book to go to DefendingUtah.org and I, I trust them. They're, they're great people and they're really, really have your best interest at heart. They're really trying to uncover what's, what's actually going on in the state of Utah and why we're such a blue state all of a sudden. Uh, why we've ventured into this course of being a blue state when we're supposed to be very red. So, um, well, welcome. And uh, a lot of things uh, going on. I just wanted to mention, we had that California liner coming in. You know, there was a big article on bubonic plague, right?
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Was
1: there a case? No. No. Well, why was the article headlined well, California was, bubonic plague? I think it
2: <laughs> made the headlines because Dr. Drew, the world famous television doctor.
1: <laughs> the one that talks about teenage pregnancy. Yeah,
2: you know, he talks about all kinds of stuff. He believes that the sanitation situation has gotten so bad that somewhere <laughs> under the city bubonic plague is breeding. and uh, it could surface at any time. So the
1: article basically said there was a bubonic plague but didn't really have a case. Doesn't have a case yet. Okay, yeah, I didn't think so.
2: So don't fear it yet.
1: (laughs) Don't fear it yet, but it could be brewing?
2: Yeah, well, it's kind of like Global climate
1: change. Don't fear it yet. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's still coming. Fifty years later, it's coming. Um, (laughs) Trust us. Yeah, we do. We trust you.
2: But there was a legitimate article about a lot of disease coming across the border. So it was kind of, you know, I think. Which they never
1: want to say stems from um, sanitation. No. No. Okay. Just making sure. Um, And then also uh, businesses getting out of California. Yeah. like crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, leaving, leaving, leaving. And I mean there's been I I've actually there's three articles I noticed about it just really taking notice of people fleeing California. It's kind of surprising, not you know, really. I mean, yes and no.
2: Well, there's a bad issue about that. Mm-hmm. You know, people yeah. f- fleeing California tend to bring their baggage with them. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, these are the same people that allowed California to get to where it is now. Right. So, they're going to go to other places carrying that same baggage and allow the new places to kind of, only this time we'll stop just before it gets too bad, you know? Right, right. No. Mm. They need to be real careful about where they go and, and sure. believing that they're here to save us from, right? you know.
4: Mm.
1: All right. A couple of things on the docket locally that probably affect cities. All the cities listening, actually. Um, so one of them is kind of downtown. Let's talk about this for just a second. It's kind, of, it, it gets, because I know this is in every city, and I know that that if you really, I, I think what, what's important here is is understanding that that all cities are now subject to to really, I think, some scrutiny, looking at practices. Down in in the middle of their own towns and, and cities to find out what's really going on mm-hmm. with local government and property and real estate. What do you think? Well, I,
2: I there was a story, a St. George news story on Sunday, mm-hmm. and the title was "Downtown St. George Among the Country's Most Economically Distressed Areas That Could Get an Opportunity Zone Boost." An opportunity zone, of course, Mm -hmm. is a federal program that allows uh, economically depressed areas in the country to get federal aid, basically or tax incentives Mm -hmm. to attract business. You mean create more
1: strings with the federal government? Exactly,
2: exactly.
1: (laughs) Just trying to get down to the bottom of that. And yet, Mm
2: -hmm. you know, I've lived here a long time. Yeah. And I see a lot of development going on downtown, mm-hmm. is it a lot economically of construction, uh, new businesses springing up all over the mm-hmm. downtown area. I don't see how they got it qualified to be economically depressed. Yeah. And then I wonder, how did they do that? And how is it going to affect the investors that have invested in all that development that's going on downtown? Mm. And, you know,
1: it does stoke another question as jumping really far away from it and looking at it from that perspective is, why does the federal government come in and save economically depressed areas? That should be capitalism saving it. You would think. The private citizen saving it. The private citizen going in and maybe, I don't know, here's here's a light bulb idea, having a business that draws in people because then it wouldn't be what they consider economically depressed. Right. You know, you have a video store from the 1990s, yeah, you're probably not going to get a bunch of people there. But if you have a business that's taking people uh that, that has the interest of the people, you'll get them there.
2: You know, I'll tell you, the, you, you remember the the well you, the SBA loans.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: Do you know that turned into such a deal with fraud? It was just rife with right. fraud. People would get these fifty thousand dollar SBA loans to start a little business, mm-hmm. and the business was open six months and they disappear. Right, you know, they never invested the money. They never really worked the business. Well, this this opportunity zone thing is it seems to me another situation
1: mm-hmm.
2: where it's used to attract large development. Okay. So it's not going to help an average little guy out there Mm -hmm. unless, of course, he invests some of his money with the large development company who's behind getting the funds from the federal government or the tax breaks from the Ah. federal government. Because of the so, opportunity so, zone,
1: so the opportunity is what you're talking about. So you you get invest into a as a as a person you invest into a, an area that's already been declared. This you get federal money to help you this huge boost.
2: You most of it I think is in tax incentives. Uh-huh. Like okay, we're not going to tax you for the next ten years right. on the value of your development. Right, so you right, know right, to help right. you through this depressed economic area <laughs> that's booming.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right, right. So,
2: <clears throat> I just don't see that as an issue in downtown St. George. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really curious as to how this gets done. Yeah. And
1: yeah. and who does it and, and why? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't
2: know what the incentives are. I I, I think I'm going to so try to do a little you, more research. Are, would
1: you actually kind of guesstimate that most cities in America now have a declared economically depressed zone?
2: Yes, Yes. And some are legitimate, mm-hmm. but, but still, it's still not government's eh. place to get involved to give tax incentives. <laughs> right. I mean, so I would love a tax incentive to go live in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could mm-hmm. I get one of those? No. No. So, I mean, I want to do a development myself in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. I need it, but I need a tax incentive to do it. Right. I don't qualify for it. So why should anyone? Yeah. Again, government, government picking winners and losers.
1: Yep, yep. And the federal government tying themselves in with strings, and state government, local government, even tying themselves more into strings. Um, should actually, we talked about that yesterday. The mm-hmm. strings, the the attachment strings. You know, why don't we? Why don't the states build a wall? They have too many strings to their budgets are too tight. In what did uh, Colonel Mannis say? Forty seven percent of their budget mm-hmm. uh, was coming federally. So there's so many strings that they don't want to complicate it. They don't want to complicate it after they've already been deeply embedded by it and and are making choices because of their federal funding that really are not okay or for the citizen at all. And in this case, in local, um, it's a cash cow, (laughs) right?
2: Well, it's an interesting situation. There's a developer in town that's named in the article, Mm -hmm. uh, James Rose Mm -hmm. of Rose Development. And as an illustration, he said, you know, some of the businesses coming to downtown St. George that could potentially benefit from the tax incentives are, of course, bringing more workers to the area who spend money locally in restaurants and shops. These businesses, in turn, benefit directly from new commercial development coming about as a result of these tax benefits to the development.
4: Hmm.
2: I you know I'm a firm believer in in trickle down economics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not when they trickle down from the federal government. Right. They trickle right. down from legitimate capitalists. Let's put it this business. way.
1: If your favorite restaurant opened up in downtown Would you then say, hey, my favorite restaurant opened up. Let's go. Or would you say, that's downtown. I don't like to venture to downtown. It's economically depressed. I don't think I'll go to my favorite restaurant.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, that happens a lot because, you know, there's a high level of crime also in downtown St. George (laughs) because of the economic depression that's going on there.
1: It's basically Compton.
2: Yeah. There's a restaurant downtown, right, right in yeah. the heart of downtown, that you have to wait two hours in line to get into. <laughs> right. But, uh,
1: you know, but... Uh,
2: it's economically depressed.
1: depressed. <laughs> what does that actually even mean?
2: Well, it just shows you, if if that can happen here, mm-hmm. then what is this program really doing across the nation?
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's It's just opportunistic. Exactly. It uh, it It is the strings that bind, and it's more control over those areas, too.
2: Well, and it's also, as you read through this article and really get into it a little deeper... What it's really about is trying to convince people to invest ah. in these developments, but in I, but the but opportunities. The
1: government was already doing that. Remember, five million for the right, theater? right?
2: Yeah. Oh, so yeah.
1: the theater that never worked through capitalism. Mm-hmm. Okay, be right back.
4: Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery, people in recovery, helping people find recovery.
5: Bedrock Quartz is shaping nature's stone to beautify your home. And you know that a custom quartz countertop will transform your kitchen or bath.
4: The kitchen was that
1: area in the home that I really wanted to have a lot of focus on.
5: And you chose Bedrock Quartz.
1: I was referred to Bedrock Quartz by a friend.
5: How about the result?
1: I was in love. Everything just came together.
5: Visit one of our showrooms to see our beautiful collection of quartz or granite slabs in person. I love them. BedrockQuartz.com If
6: you're not 100% sure you're prepared for retirement... Get a professional's help. Call the retirement professionals at New Millennium Group for a no-obligation retirement readiness review. It'll take about an hour, but could add thousands to your portfolio and years to your retirement. The number is 888-999-6370. You'll get a risk analysis, an investment analysis, a tax analysis, and a fee analysis. Insight that will help you know if you're on the right track. If you don't know how much you're paying for your current investments, call New Millennium Group. If you don't have a clear strategy in the event of a market downturn, Call New Millennium Group. If you're not sure what would happen to your estate when you pass, call New Millennium Group. They'll answer these questions and a lot more with their no obligation retirement readiness review. They believe life is about more than just money. Call New Millennium Group to schedule your complimentary review at 888 996370. That's 888 Or visit them online at yournewmillenniumgroup.com.
7: Get approved for up to $5,000. Hi, this is Justin from the Mattress Store. And with our no credit, no problem financing options, you can get approved for up to $5,000 today. Watch for this. This week's flyer was Savings on Sealy, Stearns & Foster, and tempur Mattresses. Voted Best of Southern Utah, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, Washington by Best Buy, and Downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the mattress store. Nobody! Have you heard about point-of-care testing? It's been available in much of the world for years, and now it's finally come to Utah. Stooky Family Pharmacy now offers point-of-care testing. That means you can go to the pharmacy for flu, strep, cholesterol, and glucose tests. You'll get results within minutes. You'll be able to discuss your results with the pharmacist and when appropriate get the proper prescription medications through their point of care providers all in one stop. Think about it. Your child wakes up with a fever sore throat. You can quickly get an answer without having to wait all day at a doctor's office. Stuckey Family Pharmacy will work closely with your primary care provider and if they think you need to see the doctor they'll tell you. Imagine the time you'll save. As you know Sam and his team at Stuckey Family Pharmacy strive to To provide quality patient care, point-of-care testing is just the next step in keeping our community healthy. Quicker diagnosis and treatment will save lives. Point-of-care testing. Learn more at Pharmacy.com. Stuckey Family Pharmacy, leading the way.
4: Being an athlete is hard work. What if you had a way to improve the results of all of your training? At Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness, we help athletes discover how to maximize their genetic potential. Through live cell analysis, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, and other regenerative solutions, our athletes perform better and recover more quickly. Schedule your free consultation today. Call 634-9355. That's 634-9355. Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness, bringing out the best in you. are you tired of cooking meals and cleaning your house does mowing the lawn seem like too much work come and visit Wentworth at the meadows where life is easy and entertaining you live independently in your own apartment with weekly housekeeping delightful meals at our scrumptious fine dining room and a plethora of musical performances crafts and community programs the meadows where it's like living on a cruise ship without the water call 628-0090 today Dad,
5: did you go and see the eye doctor? I did, and he says I've got something called macular degeneration. My vision may get worse. Oh, Dad. If you or a loved one have macular degeneration, or RP, call the Foundation Fighting Blindness for free information about current treatments and promising new clinical trials. Call 1-800-681-2003. That's 1-800-681-2003. Talk lines are open now.
6: Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly
3: Show.
2: And
1: the living is easy. Fish are jumping.
0: And cotton is high.
3: And your ma is good looking, mm-hmm. so hush, little baby, don't
1: you cry. Hi there, welcome back. Uh, oh, man, that's in the Wayback Machine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome back. Uh, welcome back. I can't even talk today. Welcome back to the K Tally Show. Uh, glad to have you. Um... I like that song actually. Um, yeah, it was a good Sam song. Sam Cooke version. I know Billie Holiday had the famous version, but I like the Sam Cooke version too. Um, all right, so, so I was I was looking at uh, looking at a, uh, some of the some of the bits in news, and um, one of the bits was that uh, there was a pipe bomb. I mean, that's what stuck because that was what the headline was: pipe bomb, pipe bomb on a trail. But it actually wasn't a pipe bomb on a trail.
2: No, and, and and it's really interesting because the article uh-huh. sh- actually shows a pipe bomb, a stock right, right. picture of a pipe bomb with a fuse coming out and three <laughs> matches next to it. Right. But that's not what it was. Mm-hmm. It was a piece of pipe with some caps on the end. Right, right. Which is actually pretty common. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, it's pretty common. <laughs> I have a bunch of them in my garage, you know. That,
1: <laughs> Do you? From
2: my plumbing errors. You? Oh, okay. errors you? know, <laughs> sure, when I
1: sure. had to read some plumbing. So this was plumbing. a geocache. This was actually yes. a storage for something.
2: That's right. very common.
1: But why was there even an article written about it?
2: Well, because it looked like a pipe bomb.
1: But I know, but it wasn't. But it wasn't.
2: <laughs> but it looked like one. That's big news, Kate. <laughs> Didn't you know that?
1: I just... It, but it wasn't. I mean,
2: if the article was written about geocaching, uh-huh. then it would have been a legitimate article. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Hey, it looked uh, like a geocaching. Uh, yeah, but it was really a pipe bomb. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
1: Okay. I just wondered why sometimes you know the the articles get written about things that aren't things, but it appears to be that thing in the article headlines. So I just wondered.
2: Well, somebody called the bomb squad. Ah. Uh. To check it out. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think we found a pipe bomb Mm -hmm. out here in the desert (laughs) where it would hurt somebody. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. It was kind of goofy.
1: Right. Um, also, the students uh, speaking out against treatment at Red Rock Canyon School. Um, you know, I always take all of that with a grain of salt because the students will always want to speak out at how they're being disrespected. If there's actual abuse going on, there could be an investigation. But I'm always perplexed at at when I see the the kids in a program, um, basically saying, you know, we're not being respected. What, you know, all these things in a in a in a lockdown unit, right? And then you have to marry that up against what the staff is saying. And I always take that with a grain of salt. I don't ever believe that kind of hook, line, and, and sinker. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. Okay. Well, all right. All um, right. So I, I never I don't put a lot of weight into it until they're actually doing some formal investigations. You know, a lot of people can create a lot of hysteria around these kinds of things. But I always feel like here here are both sides out. If this this reminds me of when they said the teacher, you know, pulled the student by the hair on that trail.
3: Uh-huh. Okay,
1: and I was kind of like, eh, I don't really I, I, I want to see what the facts are behind it before before I would actually be enticed to to believe something about that story, because Sometimes it isn't what it all appears to be, and and I don't think that teacher was actually pulling hair. I think she was probably concerned about a student. Same thing with this. What what the students say uh, usually is going to fall along the same parallels all the time, right?
2: Of course, we know they're they're there for a reason. They're there for a rehabilitation reason or a behavior reason.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if there really is abuse, great. Get down to the investigation. You know, absolutely. Not great, but you know what I mean? Get down to the investigation. But it part. seems
2: like that every few right. years this issue crops up. It
1: does, up. actually. It does. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
2: Yeah, okay. Hi Sam there. calling. Hi. And,
8: uh, welcome to Third World Long Distance, where it's a gamble every time if a call goes through.
1: <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's very true. What's on your mind, Sam? Uh, I
8: just wanted to comment. Um, So I guess what we're going to do now is the media is going to inflate it. They're going to make a big deal about this piece of pipe that was found out there. Mm -hmm. And so what we'll do is I guess this will give license to eventually uh, perhaps maybe uh, fix it so where unless you're a licensed plumber, you can't gain access to pipes. Yep.
1: Either that or hiking trails off limits, right? Because how dare you hike? You might stumble upon something that's actually a geocache and not a pipe bomb.
8: Yeah, so I see the media out there, other than you guys, the media out there is alive and well trying to push the narrative to, to get everything banned so that we don't have access to anything unless we seek permission.
1: Yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah, I, I, I do agree that a lot of media pushes that and uh, and that we have to be very, really, really, very careful when we're looking at uh, headlines and, and seek the rest of the story because everybody's a headline reader now and they know it. And so what stuck out of that story? Pipe bomb pipe bomb in Saint George, right? Because that's that's what that's what they wanted to stick, yep. yeah. Um so I totally I agree with you that you have to really kind of look at what the bigger picture is going on here. And, yep. Keep and digging yep. in,
8: dig further. Never rely on the headlines. The days of sitting around with a remote control, watching the six o'clock news on the tube, is over.
1: Oh, I so agree with you, Sam. Couldn't agree with you Take more. Care. Thank you, appreciate it. Could not agree more. Um, I, I it, it is. It's kind of. It's kind of astounding uh, to see that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, caller. You're live. Go right ahead.
9: Hi, Kate. I got one. Nuclear okay. bomb explodes over Utah.
0: Oh, it was the sun.
3: <laughs> was the sun.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, we are we are inundated with the provocative headline. Yes, and it's in it's in probably every story we're going to talk about today, um, on the show, even at a even on the national show. It is quite it's quite insane how how much the articles themselves feed into the narrative as far as the headline goes. The headline is a huge part of why you even click, right? Why you click, why you look, and you're skimming headlines. Mm-hmm. So they know that. They're well aware. And that manipulation inside that headline is just so huge. It is. It's huge. Um, so uh, there were a couple of cases. I want to bring this up because I actually want your input. Eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty 673 1450 or 435-673-1450. There are a couple of cases of search and rescue, and I've jokingly, jokingly, because they're not behind this, put out a, piece, a PSA for search and rescue that says, stop being so stupid and bring water in a jacket. And I know that, so they don't, they don't approve that message. It's my own PSA. You're mean. That I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm reflecting upon um, a, a courtesy of search and rescue. If they could actually say, I think, what they would want to say, even though they haven't said that. But, you know, to the to the to the average citizen, w- stop being so dumb. And if you're going to go on a 12 hour hike, please bring a bottle of water with you at least. Um, but here's the here's the here's the caveat. Should you pay have to pay for your own search and rescue if it was it if it was sort of understood at the end that, that you were just being kind of dumb? What do you think? There was a huge article about this. In fact, we had more res—we had more search and rescues. They've had more to date this year so far than they've had in, in years past. And so there was a concern at, because a lot of it is just honest stupidity. A lot of it is just people being dumb. Now, my whole take on government with people being dumb is that you can be dumb because... I I don't want government to infringe on your ignorance. (laughs) I don't want government to infringe on you being dumb. But if you're dumb and it causes search and rescue to come out and spend money to come get you, should you have to repay it?
2: Article 8, Section 32 of the Constitution (laughs) says if you're stupid and do stupid things, it's the government's responsibility to save you.
1: Ah, yeah. Oh, now I'm remembering. You remember uh, yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, down on 32. We hardly classes. ever bring
2: it up, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> it never comes up in conversation. Um, what do you all think? 888 673 1450. I'd love to get your take. Should you have to repay search and rescue efforts to come get you because you didn't bring a jacket, a bottle of water, or a brain cell to your hike? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Go ahead.
10: Award
8: that says. It's easier to climb up than it is to come down. (laughs) (laughs)
10: Thanks.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for that. We'll take another call. Uh, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
10: So what happens when you've got a legitimate rescue that needs to happen after a dumb guy is getting rescued? True. They pull off the dumb guy rescue to go rescue the legitimate rescue Ooh, no they finish the dumb guy first
1: <laughs> they do they do and then they uh they go to the legitimate rescue and um i
10: think they pay for it i think they yeah. pay for it if it's if it's negligence and that's the
1: way it is i guess maybe okay so if they did that then then the argument is a lot of people would learn their lesson maybe not be so dumb on their way out to a hike right
10: Well, I don't know if they're thinking about that stuff. I think these people are... Well, maybe this is a bigger problem, because I don't think these people realize they're dumb.
1: (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Ignorance is bliss, from what I've heard. All right. Hey, thanks for that. Appreciate that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, Kate, as frustrating as it is Mm -hmm. for all of us
0: who do Mm -hmm. have some brain cells and common sense... Yes. um, You have to remember that... They have actually already paid um, through their oh, taxes,
1: Yes. right? So yes. we
0: pay first responders and all of those guys with yes. whether we want to or not through, True. through our taxes. True. You're right. So we, we I don't have think that they
1: need to have to pay twice, even okay. though they are, you know, on the lower IQ scale. Okay. Should they have to go to a school <laughs> before they go on a hike or get a license to hike? I, I think that would be a very wise thing. Like if you if that has
0: happened to you, then okay. you need some training.
1: Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> just like, you know, if you do that when you are. Um, right. You have a driving record problem, uh-huh. okay. right, and okay. you get picked up so many times you have to take a class. I think that is a wise idea.
1: Okay. All right. There you go. Hey, thank you for that. Go ahead, Uncle Milton. Well,
2: I, there's a little caveat to yeah. what the caller said. Okay. If you're from New York, you haven't paid any local taxes to cover rescues. That's true. And you're here visiting Zion National Park. That's true. And Unless, of course, they do have a... Uh, a high-rise rescue team in New York City that we can, when we go okay. to see the Empire State Building, we can right. be rescued.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Reciprocal, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: No, I, I, I don't think that's legitimate. That.
1: Okay, you don't think it's legitimate? No. Okay. All right. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you doing?
0: Oh, not too bad. Uh, it's called NYFD. That's how they rescue you in high rises.
1: And, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: all right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. So, you know, the yeah. main reason I wanted to call was I was going to go back a few to what you were talking about with the development. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
0: what you need to understand is this is the mentality. This is how we have to think living here in southern Utah now. You ah. know that water is a very scarce commodity. Well, not really, because but that's Ron Paul continuously think. tells us so.
1: Yeah, they want you to think that. Mm hmm.
0: Okay. Yep. And uh, so don't you dare use a drop more than you have to. Conserve, conserve, conserve. hmm But at the same time, in order to can maintain our small-town feel, we have to build 2,000 more homes over here. Right, right. 100 over here, 500 here. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, yeah, it makes and, perfect uh, sense, so doesn't it? Yeah, we, <laughs> we must continue to develop, expand, construct, and build the small-town feel. Gotcha. Yeah. And I just wish these guys would come out and be honest and say, hey, look, we want this place to be like San Diego.
1: Right. We would like the money, and we'd also, uh, that's why we're pushing for future all the time. That's why we're always pushing ourselves up in the uh, campaign trails as, see, look at us, progress. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for the call, though. I really appreciate that. We're heading up to a break. Um, we're going to take your calls on this right after we come back. Phones are lighting up, of course. I want to hear what you have to say about whether or not you should have to repay your search and rescue effort if it's just not... Negligence on your part, and you're just being an idiot while you're hiking. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show.
5: Hey, it's time for Travel Tip Tuesday with Solis Krieger from the Travel Connection. Hello, Solis. Good
4: morning, Carl. You
5: got another great travel tip for us?
4: I do. Fun fact. Did you know the longest nonstop flight right now is from Newark to Singapore? Newark,
5: New Jersey. Yes. To Singapore. Yes. Uh, that would be a long, long, long ways away. I'm going to guess uh, 16 hours.
4: Close. 19.
5: Get out of here. That's, that's almost a full day. Are you ready to book your ticket? I'm going to pass for right now.
4: Okay. So, uh, we do take a lot of long flights sometimes over to Europe and, you know, Australia and so forth. So, it's always really important to make your flight the most comfortable that you can possibly make it.
5: When they get that long, I'm almost thinking about a cryogenic tube.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, here are a few things that I do and and our clients do to make it more comfortable. For example, I always download a book or uh, two, depending on the flight, and uh, some good seasons of movies and TV shows that I've missed. So, you can binge watch or read, you know, during the time. Time, also noise-canceling headphones.
5: Oh yes!
4: You never know who your neighbor is, so it's really important to uh, bring the noise-canceling headphones. And then Maybe you some just don't air freshener too, perhaps.
5: <laughs> that you can, you can put in your nose, right?
4: Yes, and you don't always have your comfortable pillow or blanket or anything else. So I found some really great travel pillows, comfortable blanket, and even some fun travel slippers just to make the experience as comfortable as it can be.
5: The idea is you don't want to be totally suffering for 19 hours, right? And you the have temperatures. To get up, and walk
4: around. Exactly. And the temperatures can change in the planes, too. So, you know, layering sometimes is good. You know, if you leave a hot destination and you're in your summer clothes, but you're coming back to a cold plane and, and and traveling and then you land somewhere where it's colder or vice versa, you'd want to bring some layers as well.
5: I've also heard that while you're sitting in your chair, of course, if you can't, you know, just get up right then as often as you'd like, you can always stretch your toes, stretch your legs and, you know, you can flex your heels and keep the
4: circulation going. Absolutely. That's exactly right. And they make special socks for that too.
5: There you go. Well, Celise, always great ideas from Travel Tip Tuesday and the Travel Connection. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. All the heat is here.
7: Cooling systems can struggle to keep all areas of your house comfortable, like your bonus rooms, garage, enclosed patios, master bedrooms, casitas, and more. But air care professionals can help these troubled areas with their Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating Douglas system, offering individual comfort control to a more personal, defined space. And this month, purchase a Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Cooling Douglas system from air care professionals to get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call 628 or online at aircarepros.com. Voted Best of Southern Utah two thousand. 2019. Join
6: us Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. for the Foresight Wealth Builder Show. Brought to you by Foresight Wealth Management, helping you understand the investment world. Hosted by local financial professional Ben Chappell, as he gives you working knowledge of what investments are out there, how they work, and things to watch out for along the way. From little saving mind hacks to more complex investment concepts to help you put extra money away for the future. Join Ben Chappell Wednesdays at 5.30 and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. Right here on St. George News Radio.
4: Sue, it's good to see
1: you. How are you? Hi, Jan. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I just came from swim lessons. That's why I'm late getting the kids here for soccer. Next, piano, dinner, and then hopefully some laundry before bed. How are you? Good. I just need to finish applying for a car loan today. (laughs) Jan, there is no way you're going to make it to the bank today. Actually, I'm applying online right now. State Bank has a quick and easy online loan application that makes applying for a loan simple. Really? Yes, you can apply for
4: all kinds of loans online. Auto, mortgage, home equity, recreational vehicles, credit cards, unsecure loans, and more. And best of all, by choosing State Bank, my money stays here in Southern Utah, helping grow our community and supporting our friends and family.
5: Applying for your next loan is as easy as typing sbsu.com. State Bank of Southern Utah. We're fast, we're local, and we're lending. Southern Utah's bank since 1957. Local decisions, better results. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
7: Wilson RV presents another episode of the Do-Nothings. Hey, Dad,
3: what are we doing this weekend?
6: Oh, uh, we're the Do-Nothings. So Mom will be on her phone, I'm watching TV, and you and your brother will play video
7: games. Yay! Do-Nothing again! Don't be a do-nothing. Get an awesome RV at a great price with a warranty forever at Nielsen RV off the Bluff Street exit. State Street in Hurricane at NielsenRV.com. Are you suffering with symptoms like fatigue? Do you wake up in the morning more exhausted than you did when you went to bed? Are you always the freezing cold person in the office? Have you gained weight? Is your hair dry and brittle? You don't have to suffer anymore. I can help you. Nearly 70% of people suffering with low thyroid actually have a different disorder called Hashimoto's disease. That's why, even if you're already on medication to treat the low thyroid, Disorder, you need to call me.
6: Call today for a free consultation. 855 55 River, Red River Health and Chiropractic Physicians. Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: Other, every other lyric.
3: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Why is that?
2: Well, it's it's they focused on the women part.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, glad you're listening in. Jeez Louise, come on, stop messing with our music, uh, Jerry Mungo. Uh, in the summertime, I'll get a better version of that for the national show. Anyway, um, come listen to Salt Lake City Police Officer Eric uh, Moistus on. Um, I know I'm saying his. I know I'm saying his last. You know I'm the name murderer though. I really am the name murderer.
2: Yeah. Anyway, it's a Greek pronunciation. I
1: know. I and I and I. I'm so sorry, Eric. Uh, June seventh at seven p.m. in just in just three days. June seventh at seven p.m. at the Washington City Library. You can come here and speak. He'll be great. He'll be fantastic. I have no doubt. Uh, Washington City Library, um, seven p.m. I think that's Friday, isn't it? Right.
2: Um, is that Friday?
1: Three days I from now? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Um, I can still count. Um, also, ABC. Uh, get over to ABC if you have a if you have a wreck. So, body damage to your car. Paint if you need new paint. Sometimes a paint job can turn an old car uh, into something beautiful. And so, why not go try that out? Uh, if you go over to ABC Auto Body Central, you can choose your provider. And I trust these guys. They worked on my own car. And so, I just loved what they did. I, have, I was back in my car car so fast. And, and I, I don't think people realize that you can choose a provider. So it's really important that you uh, choose ABC because I know they'll get it done. Uh, they are family owned. They are a fantastic business and they will really work hard. And this is that, isn't that what you want in a business to work hard for your business? That's and what so I want. that way, that way you're, t- they know you're it's word of mouth and they you're going to be telling everybody, you know, auto body central is fantastic. St. George auto body.com St. George auto body.com. And, uh, make sure you tell and we sent you. They really are that good. So let's, let's talk about this for a moment. Um, I posed the question, you know, should hikers have to pay for their own search and rescue? Um, there was an article in Intellectual Takeout that talked about this, and also a couple of other uh, periodicals that, that talked about this, too, because it really is a, a, a question for all of us. I mean, there's a lot of stupidity. Now, here's the deal, though. When somebody gets, it gets in a, a crash and they're a drunk driver, there was a lot of stupidity that went into driving that car. And then a lot of services have to show up, right? They have to show up to, mm-hmm. to get the people out the, you know, and, and, and go through the, the remnants of the crash. And it takes a lot of services that we end up paying for is, is uh, search and rescue among those. I mean, there's a lot of acts of stupidity that when we pay taxes, like the caller talked about, when we pay taxes, we're actually paying for those services to show up, right? Yes. So is this any different? Because a lot of people are are noticing the increasing amount of search and rescue. Does that mean we're an increasing amount of stupid people? I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to see a correlation. I'm going to go on a hike with my kids. Water, we don't need any. I'm sure there's a stream. Yeah. And mm-hmm. jackets, eh. It's sunny out. Weather looks great. I'm going to go out for like 12 hours. Um, there are people that do that all the time on these trails. Mm-hmm. And we are like the beacon of people where they want to come and go hiking right here in southern Utah. This is like the area. So even in the area of what you're, uh, to where you're listening to and whatever community that is, I'm just curious as to your take on this, too, because I'm sure people or tourists are coming to your area for specific reasons. They come here to hike. We're having to rescue a lot of them. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
10: Hi, Kate. This is Kevin. Hi, Kevin.
1: Good. How are you? What do you have to say on this?
10: Well, you know, in in Alaska, if you want to climb Mount Denali, Uh you you have to pay a a bond, a deposit Ah. to cover the cost of your rescue before you go out.
1: Interesting. Yeah, probably
10: not practical in Snow Canyon, but right, right. You know, and in, in uh, I I think they make the, you do the same thing in uh, other national parks as well. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about other ones, but I know Denali they they
1: do. Yeah, they have a big bond, and that's why uh, we were talking about Everest. You have to pay right a, that that huge amount of money. I think it's ten grand,
10: eleven grand for 11 the permit, and then for another the forty five thousand or so in fees that all go into the local economy right but it's then been, we're already for,
1: paying all these all these uh taxes for 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 these lands should we have to pay a permit fee on top of it to go hiking
10: well i mean it, it, it depends on on the, the how serious it is ah. i know they've talked about doing it on, man, on mount rain rain rain, rain blah, blah, blah. On Mount Rainier, because mm-hmm. there are so many rescues every year on Mount Rainier.
1: Interesting. Um, okay. Hey, thanks and, for that. Uh, yeah. so, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You had another point.
10: I was just gonna say. And so, you know, I, I don't know. Do you do you want to? You can't do it in a place like Snow Canyon. But if mm-hmm. you did it, if you're talking about major mountaineering, technical rescue kind of places, then I think it makes sense.
1: Interesting. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks. Uh, great add to the conversation. Let's keep going. Hi, caller. Welcome hi, to the show. Go right ahead.
9: Hi there. Um, With regard to permit fees, I really don't think they would ever make it into the search and rescue fund. I think they'd be absorbed somewhere along the line by the concessionaire or something. But uh, I actually called about your first analogy there with the car crash and Mm -hmm. emergency services. Right. In that situation, at that point, nobody knows who planned what, who was at fault. Mm
1: -hmm. And so you
9: just have to go and do your best to put everybody back together and then find out later. But in the case of the hikers, it's a little different because uh, accepting uh, unforecast acts of nature or something, uh, you really mm-hmm. don't know what kind of preparation went into it. So yeah. you just kind of know who was responsible, though. So there's a difference between those two scenarios. The, the I don't
1: know. Is there? I mean, or, you or, still yeah. don't know. You're showing up to each scene, and you still don't know. You don't know how prepared. Maybe maybe a bear took off with the backpack. You never know. And so yeah. it, so on both okay, cases, I, maybe.
9: I agree with that. I just wondered, it would be kind of difficult, and then it becomes rather subjective if, after the fact, mm-hmm. you try to determine whether or not a hiker needs to re- reimburse for emergency services. It's kind of a complicated thing, really. I don't yeah. see any simple solution, but I mean, anyway, thanks for hearing thank me out. Thank yes, really, ma-
1: really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so then follow that along. So should the drunk driver then, found guilty, have to pay for the services on top of restitution or whatever that case well when you start
2: a drunk driver there's a severe liability issue there right. i mean drunk driving is illegal yeah. it's so i don't know if that belongs in that in that situation but i do like mm-hmm. the idea of bonds mm-hmm. and it might not be difficult at the entrance to all like zion national mm-hmm. park or snow canyon state park if you have to stop and pay a fee to get in, mm-hmm. what would be wrong with if you're going to hike here, not just drive through, then you need to buy this bond also?
1: Hmm. Like a bond you get back?
2: A standard bond, yeah, mm-hmm. that covers any rescue that's needed. If yeah. you don't use it, you turn the bond in and get reimbursed.
1: Hmm. And that
2: that document could be legally drawn up and easily purchased at the entrance to the park.
1: If it was like a hike where they're having a yeah. lot of rescues? Sure. Zone.
2: If it was a place that was having mm-hmm. tons of rescues. So
1: a deposit that you get back. You return back safely. You prepared. Right. Okay. Uh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I foresee some issues with it, but uh, that's an interesting thought. I just the more government or the more we get involved in fees and things like that too. Don't I know you see, see issues just like I do with that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, what what would happen if something happened after you pay that bond? What predicates you getting it back or not getting it back? I mean, if something legitimately happens on the hike, it has nothing to do with preparedness. Then you get it back? I mean, so there's some...
2: No, there has to be a judgment call yeah. made. Yeah, I okay. mean, there's always
3: going to be that. Let's take the caller. Yeah. Hi,
1: caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
3: Well, well, thank you, and I do have an answer for one particular aspect of this. Okay. Um, I I travel uh, frequently Arizona Strip where the mm. signs say this is an unapproved uh, or what's the word? Un- the road is not normally um maintain travel at your own risk um <laughs> mm-hmm. there should be an asterisk at the bottom such as bring more than one spare tire bring mm-hmm. more water and food because you never know right. and then yes indeed i have rescued people that go way far out toward grand canyon and uh, something goes wrong with their vehicle or they get uh, two to three into the middle of nowhere um, there should be some kind of uh, yes they're, they're liable for their own livelihood their life and their mm-hmm. uh, safety uh, maybe they should have to pay for our rescue um, uh, I was lucky that few people I rescued they you know they threw me mm-hmm. a few dollars I could have I could have bartered with them from the get-go, but I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> yeah, you could have. Um, what <laughs> you do you could've. think about
1: that? Well, kind of interesting. All right. Hey, thanks for that. Let's food for thought it. Uh, thank you. Um, what do you think?
2: Yeah, no, I I think that there's always going to be a case that mm-hmm. shouldn't have to pay, and there's going to be cases that should. Hmm. And if it's if it's the person's fault mm-hmm. that they're in trouble and need to be rescued mm-hmm. because of their own ignorance or because of their just own lack of preparedness right. or just that they just didn't think, mm-hmm. then, yeah, they should cover the cost. Because but- uh,
1: they call it a moral hazard. A moral hazard is when another person covers the cost of somebody else's bad behavior. Um all right let's 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 take the call Hi, caller. welcome to the show go right ahead hi kate it's hi there. susan hi susan how are you <laughs> calling in after kevin good go um ahead. I, what about it, having people read a booklet hmm.
0: uh that is required okay that says uh here's what's happened in the past right these are the people who've died this is that the, the
1: vehicle problems they've had here's how you avoid these scenarios right interesting okay because i think people are just naive they think stuff is not going to happen to them that's true that's true thank Mm -hmm. you for that food for thought all right all right thank you okay so what if they just sign a document and have to check the boxes i have adequate water i have an adequate jacket i have adequate preparations for anything that might happen on the hike and then i'm going to embark on the hike No cost involved, just I have adequate preparations.
2: And that's okay, but then you're always going to have that segment of society that says, Uh well, that's not good to just let people die because they were stupid. (laughs) Right. And that's how this comes about. You know, for a long time, it was proceed Mm. at your own risk.
1: Right, right. Right. But I'm not talking about like not getting help if you sign the document. I'm just saying that you said that you were prepared. You said you had all these things. Uh, you go on the hike, and maybe that's just a good reminder for people that are missing a brain cell that, hey, uh, gee, did we bring water, honey? Did we bring a jacket, honey? I'm about to check this off and sign my name to it. Um, I don't know maybe it's because I know with me this is more about awareness than anything I had the guy on the show that does search and rescue in North Carolina and he was giving hints and tips right and he was saying hey you know put a garbage sack in in your pocket Mm -hmm. it'll keep you covered you know all night long and put one in your kids pockets he was going the extra mile by giving people hints and tips about how to do it effectively and make sure you're prepared and so what if they had PSA you know I don't really love the PSA announcements because I think they're ridiculous in some cases but if you had more information going out all the time to, to help people understand, you know, how even the most ignorant.
2: I, I don't think you're ever going to stop that behavior.
1: No, 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 no. And I don't want government to. That's what no. I'm saying. Maybe. Being so how helpful. about just
2: a big sign that says, if you're not prepared and you need to be rescued, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars. Proceed at your own risk.
1: <laughs> okay. What what do you guys think? 888-673-1450. Hmm. If you tell them in
2: advance Mm -hmm. that if you're not prepared and you need to be rescued, you're Mm going to pay for it, then they have no complaint. Okay. And and really, that's the choice here. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is about people complaining, why should I have to pay to be rescued? Yeah. Well, here's why.
1: Yeah. So here was the lesson out of the out of the article that brought this up. And it was the lesson here is that not all moral hazard problems can be solved easily by internalizing the costs on the actors who are behaving recklessly. And I agree. As Thomas Sowell uh, advised us, it is important to think through a policy to stage two or three, understanding how actors will respond to various costs and benefits imposed on them. And in the case of search and rescue, the stage two behavior, hikers trying to save themselves and digging themselves into a deeper hole may be much worse than trying to solve the problem in stage one by making them pay for the full cost of their own rescue. So, of course, there, ha- there, there may be other solutions, such as making payers uh, making hikers pay only a portion of the cost based on the time frame uh, needed, simply demanding that all victims pay the cost all the time may not be optimal policy. Um, So there may be also another uh, solution to this problem that revolves around fomenting a set of values and norms that promote personal responsibility, kind of like what I was talking about was... Just by promoting it in the summertime, especially when people are more apt to go. Or having a sign posted at the beginning of a hike. Gee, we sure hope you have that <laughs> you're adequately prepared. Um you are embarking on a on a on a hike or a dangerous hike, or you know, are you very aware of this? Maybe just personal awareness is the answer. And that doesn't have anything to do with government.
2: There is there does happen to be a capitalist answer mm-hmm. to this okay. problem. And that is for somebody to start a little insurance company hiker that insurance? sells hiker insurance.
1: Hmm. There you go. And Hike
2: an insurance. actuarial table could do that very simply.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Hmm. Food for that. Food for that. All right. Uh, be right back on the national show. Can't wait to hear uh, your reaction to some of the topics we're going to be covering, which are pretty crazy. Be right back on the Kate Daly show.
6: Are you giving your Social Security dollars back to the government? It happens every day to people who don't have an effective Social Security strategy. The right plan for accessing your Social Security benefits can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars to you and your spouse's retirement income. Don't make the costly mistake of being unprepared in retirement. Call the New Millennium Group right now at 888-999-6370 for a free Social Security Optimization Report. Take advantage of proven strategies to help maximize your Social Security benefits. You've paid into this system your entire career weekday afternoons rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight the american moots show with eric Mutso's. the read hour with lawrence w reed loving liberty with brian hyde the liberty effect with emmon bundy and stranger than fiction with ralph delugas
10: right here on the loving liberty radio network